What up, Beast High? Hello, welcome back to this podcast, our favorite listeners. Indeed, you all are. And we are the Amateur Nerds. I am Condra. And I am Tyler. And we are talking Wildcat Minute, where we talk about the 2006 Disney Channel original film, High School Musical, one minute at a time. And Tyler, I have very exciting news for us today. News that I, I am not aware of at all. This is the first time I'm hearing it. Indeed, because we have none other than probably the inspiration for this season, my dear friend, Amanda. I'm so tired. Oh, oh, I thought you had other news. Oh, sorry. Hi, Amanda. Hi. I'm really touched. Y'all once called me friend of the show, and it was, wow, my proudest moment. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Friend of the pod. Friend Indeed. Of the pod. Friend of the pod, <laughs> friend of real life. Friend to all our listeners as well. Yeah, I don't know most of them, but probably. Oh, you probably do know most of them. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like a two degrees of separation. Like, it's not much. And now they okay, know yeah. you. So welcome. Thank you for Yay. coming. I think the place we start with our guests is... Hold on. Can why, I, why are you here? Hold on, hold on Ty. Ty, before, oh, before we ask, I do oh. have to introduce what, the minute. <laughs> okay, okay. Fair enough. So today we are talking about Minute 77 of High School Musical. Minute 77 starts out with Troy proposing that they all work together and ends with Chad pulling Sharpay out of homeroom. Okay, thank you. When you said Troy was proposing, I was uh, worried for a second, but... You watched the wrong minute. <laughs> <laughs> I, watched a, I, I watched a fanfic where they get married. Anyway, so Amanda, again, why are you here? Well, you know, I feel like I've been lurking a lot, so I'm I'm finally here because in the last minute, uh, Contra called me short, and I just want to <laughs> say for the record here on this non-visual media where nobody can be prove me wrong, uh, that I'm not actually short, and Contra's the short one in this friendship. So uh, that's really why I'm here, Tyler, but um, I am a big fan of High School Musical. Yeah, Amanda's six foot four, actually. It's true, yeah. It's an understatement, really, but six five, maybe on a good day. I tried to make myself seem bigger. Condor, you don't need to put other people down to feel big. But I'm so small. <laughs> so, Amanda, I, I guess the real question is, what is your history with High School Musical? Why, why do you like it? When was the first time you saw it? What has inspired you to keep loving it this long? So, I probably watched it when it first came out. I'll preface this by saying that I have, like, a terrible memory of anything longer than, like, five, six years ago. So, I distinctly remember watching the third one on DVD. I didn't go see it in theater and I really regret that but um I went to high school musical ice show uh, my family went to Disney when I was like 13 and I saw the parade very exciting and I think that's probably like when I would peek into high school musical kind of knows it's, it's just a film and a series that's like very near and dear to my heart I think I probably really leaned into the brand around like 13 14 it made its way into like an inappropriate amount of my academic assignments um, you mean the perfect amount of academic assignments? Yeah, I think the, the worst offender was probably comparing, I don't even remember what song it is anymore, but it was one of the songs in the original school musical to a scene in Heart of Darkness for my high school English class. It was a really big stretch, <laughs> but our student teacher really liked it. So most recently I gave a Zoom presentation to some friends for someone's birthday. Um, that was a definitive ranking of the flora and fauna of the original high school musical movie um and then i yeah <laughs> uh, what does that mean <laughs> it means that i watched the entire high school musical movie found every instance of every plant and animal 
real or non-real, and I ranked them based on there was a really there was a really strict methodology. Um, I had three categories. I don't really remember what they were, but everything got a score. There were like a top three. That that's well, it it doesn't sound bad until you remember that that room that Troy and Gabriella hang out in on this on the roof. That's like a greenhouse room. <laughs> so Troy pretending to be a wildcat was the number one pick. Thank you. Is is there anything else you'd like to share about your general interest in this movie? No, that's probably it. I should probably get some more hobbies. You have a board game of it too. I donated the board game that but we yes. have all played. Yes, I did donate them to our college. Wait, so you you said you peaked in your interest around 13 years old. How old were you when High School Musical 3 came out? Mm, What did we say? It came out in 2008? 10? I don't know. Somewhere between 10 and 13. People don't need to know how old I am, Tyler. Okay. Uh, I just wanted I just wanted to know like how much after the release of the last movie this interest extended. Probably about a year or two. Like a couple yeah, years, a couple years after. A year or two. I think okay. it was like a individually I was into the movies and then like when you when you can sit down and watch all three movies in in order, there's something it does something for you, you know? I mean you don't know because <laughs> you haven't seen them all, but you will know right now. Yeah. You've said a lot of things that I'd like to fight you about, mostly that this is an okay movie. <laughs> oh. But I think I think this is a journey for you, um, and I'm excited to see how you look back at the series as a whole after watching all three movies. Well, yeah, it wouldn't be much of a character arc if I started off like this is great, it's the best, and then I ended on this is great, it's the best. You, you gotta you gotta have highs and lows, otherwise I'm just a static character, and that's what this podcast is all about: character arcs, <laughs> unlike High School Musical as a movie. Hey, we're getting <laughs> no, there, Tyler. No, Things no, are starting a, to happen. That, that was a joke. Yeah, they have character arcs. Some of them. <laughs> Some of them, I think, is a better way to put it. <laughs> so do we want to dive into Minute 77 now? Yeah, I have a lot of yes. what I believe to be unanswerable questions, which is I think why I selected these two minutes. So Great. Yeah. So we get the fin- the end of Troy's little spiel where he's kind of rallying the troops to being like, okay, guys, we got to work together and stop Sharpay and Ryan with singing. Maybe. Who's with me? Who's in? And they're all in. They're all in it together? Well, see, so this is one of my questions is who is all in? I have thought about this particular group of people a lot. And... The only unnamed character is in the foreground. I don't know if you guys recognize him. Yeah, he's like all the way on the left. left. And he thinks about it for a second. He does. And I I just want to know what his backstory is. Where's his song? We could make up a name for him. Yeah, we could could give him a backstory. Does he have Um, a name at all? I suppose. Well, they all have have last names because eventually, like when you see their jerseys, they have like their last names on the back. So I don't know what his last name is. I'll be honest, I didn't look it up. I'd have to go back into that article and figure out which one he is. Who uh, wants to do, do research for a podcast anyway? I did some research, just not for that. So they do they do hands in. They all put their they hands, hands in, in. Like I think who's really in on this are Kelsey and Troy because they put they both put of their hands two in. The hands pod. Well, Chad <laughs> and Taylor like grab hands too. So they're like Oh, that was cute too. They'd link fingers. They're, they must uh, be dating now in, uh, in the yeah. week it's been, uh, or in the, in the day it's been, excuse me. 
yeah, they all of a sudden just started dating because they linked fingers. And that's because if only you thing hold hands with in- someone, it means you're in love with them. Yeah, that's that's what it means in TV movies, at least. <laughs> in for children, yes. But I liked how Kelsey put both hands. She was like the first one to do it. She was like, "Yes, friends." <laughs> and Amanda also raises a good point. Like we know that this group of like seven people is is on board, but along the way, we have to get. You know, the other members of the basketball team, the other members of the academic decathlon, presumably just a larger like a a certain percentage of the school that's on board with, Okay, Troy and Gabriella are need to both sing in the audition and do their respective competitions. I mean, what would the benefit be of involving more people that like, isn't there a risk if you tell like a number of the school? What happens if Sharpay and Ryan find out, Tyler? There's nothing they can do because it's a collective effort. <laughs> the mob rules. <laughs> no, I saw a TikTok where like someone like interprets things from like a Marxist perspective and they people like put send suggestions and um they did high school musical and basically it was about, you know, Sharpay and Ryan represent like the ruling class who wants to keep people <laughs> divided so that they can't organize. And then the movie's about everyone realizing we have more alike and be- we benefit from working together to take down the things that tear us apart and then we'll all benefit from it. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's a part of the movie. I'm not going to claim that I came up with it and I don't think it's specifically Marxist propaganda, but that is a theme in the movie. I mean, it gets to your stick to the status quo issue, Tyler, I think. Yeah, well, I think part of it is that mo- because most of the movies about the characters of Troy and Gabriella, it doesn't actually do a lot about like the wider community and stick to the status quo. There's one weird song in the middle of the movie that's about like the whole school, but most of the movie is just about these two kids. Until we get to this portion of the movie where everyone is working together, which is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. We saw that with the change in Act Three, I think. So you think the whole school is involved in whatever is coming next? Well, I mean, there's, there's, there's a certain number of characters who are involved. Um, and then there's like all the normies that just show up to watch the game. So we cut to the next day. A title card, if you Yeah, will. we get. Well, uh, it's not necessarily the next day. I want to, Tyler, as always, time <laughs> means nothing in this movie. We actually have a jump. Yeah, well, I, I suppose we don't know what day that previous thing was because it wasn't Thursday because then yeah. they had to move the auditions to later. I assume a week has passed. I don't know. Well, the whole thing is supposed to take place over like two weeks. So a week seems generous. <laughs> Maybe a day or two. I don't know. So the title cards, they say game day, student decathlon day. I don't remember. I didn't like write down the exact word. I don't, if I'm getting it wrong, I'm sorry. It, it's game day on the very bottom. Then callback day comes in. Then Scholastic Decathlon comes in above that. And last but not least, in all caps and an exclamation point. Help. 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 (laughs) A very silly fourth wall breaky thing for a title card to have. Yeah, it does seem a little odd compared to like other places in the movie where they've used title cards. I don't know actually how often they use them. Or maybe they're also filming the Beatles movie Help. (laughs) Like lots of things are going on right now. But some villains are trying to steal Ringo's ring. That's all I know. (laughs) Or maybe it's actually the heading in Gabriella's journal that she keeps every night. And she, like, 
has been putting place locations because she's like, well, started a new school in Albuquerque. Like, gotta put that down. Or like, New Year's Eve <laughs> new in the Year's mountains. Gotta- so the, this whole movie is told from the perspective of Gabriella's journal. I like this theory. <laughs> then how does she know what other people are doing when she's not there? Or is it Troy's journal? I guess we see more of Troy at home. So is this Troy's Maybe journal? Maybe it's one of those, like, um, it's going back. One chapter is, like, Troy's and one chapter is Gabriella's kind of thing. That way you get both sides. I'm into this as a reboot idea. I, I was not a big <laughs> fan of the Disney Plus High School Musical, the musical, the series. So I'd like to propose this to Disney Plus instead. Well, I want to see the whole movie from Sharpay and Ryan's perspective oh, or like Miss Darbus's perspective, uh, a, a Cobra Kai-ification of it where it's like, oh, the people we thought they were the bad guys are actually complicated. How about from Kelsey's perspective? Oh, Kelsey's perspective is mm, good. Yes, what we all want. No, I was asking if you had seen the internet theory that like Sharpay is actually the protagonist in the movie. You guys are looking confused. Sharpay's fabulous no. adventure. That that surely that surely seems a bit too big for its britches. But okay, go ahead. Sharpay is the protagonist of High School Musical. This is my internet summary. I'm not saying whether or not I subscribe to this theory, but the idea is that like Sharpay is a junior in her drama department and has been essentially booted from like the lead role in a production by people who have no theater experience, and thus like her reactions throughout the film and her is are more justified or are like framed in a way that are not beneficial to her but in reality like if this were to really happen in a high school drama department like it is unusual and kind of rude to like come in and assume that you understand theater just because you can sing well and therefore deserve the lead of the play (laughs) i think we've talked about that a bit before too like it doesn't make like the thought that Gabriella would be taking over the drama club if she gets the lead in a similar fashion that some of it doesn't make sense. There are a lot of holes in this theory, mainly that Sharpay is unbelievably a bully and rude throughout the entire movie. Namely in the namely in the sense that, you know, she does she also doesn't respect Kelsey, who is also in the drama department and wrote the music for this musical and as is equally as important to this process. So or respecting of her own brother. Yeah. This is true. And he's I, also a lead and has been in. Yeah, I don't uh, No, I was just going to say, I, like, I, like I said, I don't necessarily subscribe to this theory. I'm just summarizing it via the internet. They have asked Lucas Graybill about this theory. And he also says that like, he doesn't think that it's true for a lot of the reasons that you just mentioned. Yeah, I mean, I like the idea of th- seeing it from her perspective because, you know, it is true that, like, when you're expecting to be the lead in every musical, which I think is an unrealistic expectation, you should be able to, you know, an important part of acting is being able to play, like, lots of different roles. And so tr- expecting to be the lead every time also isn't going to be very helpful. But it is important. Yeah, it is important to think about, like, yeah, she she has this position. That's what she's she's a teenager. She's going through all these emotions and all of a sudden to be kind of like thrown out of this whole system that she thought she understood can be very disorienting. So let's get to what's actually <laughs> yeah. happening in this minute. <laughs> yeah. So we get a shot of home room and Taylor and Gabriella are sitting down chatting and all of a sudden some of the basketball boys namely Troy, Chad and Zeke run in and and the, and the other one Jason the, the the white boy with the greasy hair yeah <laughs> What do you have against Jason Tyler? 
He's an immemorable character, I think. I disagree. I think he's meant to be like comic relief. Well, it's it's partially because he's only ever he's only ever had the one line because Zeke is great because Zeke is hilarious, like a great performance. Jason's just kind of there. I think we don't get more of Jason until a little later. And I think that's why. Okay, Jason's like not even a tertiary character. He's like a quaternary character at this point. Well, he has a name where most of the basketball boys do not. So I'll give him that at least. Yeah, he's not an extra. I'll give you that. So Chad and Troy cover the eyes of Gabriella and Taylor for Zeke to run along with what he is labeled a pie pie. Great concept. Great idea. Terrible execution. Well, yeah. Beautiful cake. Yeah, Beautiful exactly. cake. <laughs> it is indeed a cake, not a pie. And that, that therein lies the problem. Also the color, like... I guess color scheme, maybe it looks because he's picked like this brown for the the, the pie. The brown fondant is not a great look. (laughs) I mean, it looks like it would probably be a yummy cake. Like if you like cakes that are kind of like super decorated and it's very big and like clearly took a lot of work. Zeke is talented. It's just another demonstration of his talent with baking. Did either of you try? Have you ever tried to read what's on the cake? Like on the letters on the pie, because I've tried freeze framing it in multiple ways, and I the closest I've been able to get is I can't figure it out. Brain fame, <laughs> but the O is like very large. Fun, yeah. I okay, mean, I don't know what it means. Maybe Zeke's cleverness is not in witty. <laughs> yeah, you should have gotten Chad to write the <laughs> the fun slogan because we know Chad is a wordsmith, Zeke is a baker, Troy's a singer. They all work together. They can do a, a, a fun baking musical. But br- brain fame. Support brain. Like support is on brain. one end of the pie. And then brain and fame. I mm-hmm. think maybe game. Maybe there's a there. Maybe there's a guy named Brian on the team and it says support <laughs> Brian fame. What a dig at Taylor and Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> like support your male team member. <laughs> but. It is a cute thing. Like, it's very nice of them, and it, it's kind of out of the blue. Like, it shows some progression. Like, they've right. really teamed up without having to show well, they, all Well, it shows that they, up. like, accepted Zeke and his baking skills. Yeah. That's what I was going to say, is it closes the arc of Zeke a little bit. So there, 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 are, there are character arcs in this movie. <laughs> we just have, like, one more loose thread with Zeke. Oh, yeah. Is he in love with somebody? I don't remember. Oh, because he tried to ask out Sharpay, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> uh. So we just have one more loose thread with Zeke, but his character arc is starting to plateau. One more bun in the oven, I think. Well, that's usually a pregnancy metaphor. Maybe not that. Um, one yeah. more, one more cupcake to to put in the oven. Frost. Frost. There we go. <laughs> so then yeah the boys had their turn and now like the girls have their turn it's not the, in in this context the the decathlon team is co-ed at least so taylor and gabriella they bring the boys over to this like whiteboard that they've kind of written a bunch of like math about basketball on and it looks quite delightful i don't know what kind of science they have done <laughs> none it looks like fake math 
It reminds me of the equation board in The Nightmare Before Christmas when Jack is trying to figure out what Christmas means using the scientific method. (laughs) And he's got, like, Holly divided by Santa equals Christmas, question mark. You don't think they put some, like, real math and real, like, physics concepts into that? Yeah, I think they were trying to explain, like, oh, and you shoot a basketball with, like, this arc, and, like, it's 10 feet tall, and you're 6 feet tall, and, like, what effort and the basketball weighs this much how much force do you need to put into the basketball yeah something like that none of us studied physics did we nope (laughs) no i mean just in their preparation for the scholastic decathlon it seems a bit frivolous to well it's figure out the point it's it's supposed to be something meaningless and fun like baking a cake not something that's gonna benefit you (laughs) something for the other person well regardless that's not their real gift but the, no, no. Then the boys are like, "Oh, equation." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Zach Efron has a good line read, like an equation. <laughs> uh, and then they flip it over, and there's like a big poster. What What does a poster Lovely say? Art design, like someone. I agree that it's it's go wildcat boy. Oh yeah, it says hoopsters on it. That's weird. Hoopsters. That's what it was. I was like, it was something. I agree word, that it was but... very well done. I think just comparing the two gifts, despite my complaints about Zeke's description of his baked good as a pie, I think it's clearly the better gift, right? Like, you get to eat it. Yeah. We also already know that the basketball boys have life-size pictures of themselves throughout the school. (laughs) So, I don't know how, like, a handmade... Yeah. And also other handmade posters, like, we've seen in the back of the cafeteria. It's not just... Yeah, what does this one add that the others do not already, like... It's the thought that yeah, counts. I agree Who's to say someone actually made it? What if they just took it off of some other place in the school and moved it to the back of the <laughs> whiteboard and passed it off as their own? We stole this <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah, Troy or someone even says, that's awful, and then they start playfully throwing basketballs at each other, which seems dangerous and like something you shouldn't do in homeroom. They They're not real too. basketballs. They're like plushy, beanie ones. They look like those, like, I don't know if either of you remember, like, when they used to do those pillow iPod speaker things, and they had those, like, little bean, micro beans in them. I, that sounds like something that they would have done in the late 2000s, but yeah. Maybe that was what they did the commercial for when they went to commercials next. Buy this iPod pillow thing. Yeah, it's moon, moon sand. <laughs> yeah. It's basically like moon sand inside a pillow. Okay. But yeah, they just, they, they are whipping those basketballs at them. Yeah. Well, and it's like flirtatious, like, oh, let's throw the basketballs at the girls and the girls will throw them at the boys. And then like, yeah, it's cutesy. It looks like Troy's about to try and pick up Gabriella the way he did in the basketball yeah, court. Yeah, a long time ago. When they were, when he was, yeah. It kind of looks like he was like trying to go for her, but like Taylor kept nailing him <laughs> with the basketball. <laughs> It's like, no, you will not get her. And then they all kind of run out of the room again. Yeah, it, it the scene changes again, but this time it's to involve Sharpay and Ryan. Yeah, so we kind of cut. So yeah, we kind of cut to the uh, like the exterior door, and then we see Chad go over to Sharpay, and her and Ryan are kind of sitting in the background, not really participating in any of the other two activities that just happened, and. Chad goes to pull her well, out the door. They're not part of the basketball team. 
the one note I had about that is that it looks like Sharpay is like looking at herself in a mirror, but I think she's just looking at herself in her shiny purse. <laughs> Why else would you have a shiny purse? Sharpay's purses have been wild this whole movie. So true. It is believable that she has a purse so shiny that she can look at herself in it. <laughs> I mean, Chad does make the maybe the correct assumption that she spent her vacation shopping for mirrors. Maybe she spent it shopping for mirror purses. <laughs> he just missed a word. We don't really get the prestige of this moment. Yeah. We're left with some continued action going into minute 78. But is there anything else anyone has to say about minute 77? I'm all good. Yeah, that's it. Okay, dog. Well, Amanda, do you have anything to plug? Uh, I don't. Um, <laughs> you- Right. You can you can support brain fame, whatever that means. <laughs> All right, cool. Kinda, where can people find us on the internet? They can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerd. Or me personally at Tyler Booty T Y L E R B O U D Y. Same on TikTok as well. You can send us an email like Amanda did to amateurnerdspresent at gmail dot com. Yeah, be like Amanda. That's the rule that you should all subscribe to. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at TGoldenArt on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at JoeWinslowMusic.com. I have been Condra. I've been Tyler. And I've been Amanda. And we'll be back next time for Minute 78 with more Amanda and a decom of the week and more fun things happening. You can bet on that. <laughs> <laughs>